Brandon. <laughs> Yo. Dude, thank you for coming to the pod. Thank man. you for having me, bro. <laughs> I'm just talking about uh, the last time we talked is I was on your podcast. Mm-hmm. It was such a good time, bro. It was, man. I love it, dude. Like your setup there is so sick, bro. I thank was you. I was getting inspired. Dude, thank I, you. I think one of the biggest things that that stood out with me was the lights that you had up top. Oh yeah, that that was a big uh, thing because before the lights were on the bottom, it was just taking up so much space. So mm. I ended up buying, uh, I think it's called an auto pole, and it just runs across the ceiling and it just gets rid of all that. Yeah, that's all that space. So sick, dude. Um, we kind of lucked out right here where we don't really need much lighting. I know, dude. This dude, the lighting here is dope too. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Yeah. I went to uh I got this light right here at, at Bulldog. You ever go to Bulldog Liquidator? Oh, dude. <laughs> that's that's the place. That's the joint, yeah. dude. So we live like right around the block from there. Oh, okay. So, um, bro, I'm a fucking bargain hunter, bro. I grew up poor, so I'm always yeah. <laughs> looking for the bargains, you know. Uh-huh. And we go to to uh Bulldog and I'm like, I, I want that I want that I'm like dude, I don't even fucking need that dude it's <laughs> do like, you follow their Instagram I do I do and then I think I unfollowed them dude because they're too good at their job <laughs> they're just posting all the time but that's where I got this light from uh, and I was like I'll just get one for now I'll get the others later because I want to get one for the sides yeah yeah and then they had a, um they had a sale they had a sale where it was like everything 40% off and I'm like oh cool I'll go buy them they're all sold dude oh dude I, th- I feel like have uh following the insta because i'm in a group chat and they'll send uh posts and stuff you gotta hop on it like right away or else they'll you're <laughs> they'll on sell. what kind of group chat uh it's like an off-road group chat um oh me and my I, th- go off-roading. <laughs> I thought you were saying that there's a bulldog oh bulldog group chat <laughs> <laughs> you're in deep dude. Nah, oh. nah not that deep <laughs> but uh, oh that's cool dude yeah i went actually down there to uh sell stuff in bulk that i had that they're uh um camping hammocks and blankets uh-huh um, I ended up, I didn't end up selling them on Amazon. So, um, I went to Bulldog, asked them if they would, uh, purchase them. They, they didn't purchase them. They do that stuff? I don't know. Like, I didn't even know. I just went down there and, and asked. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's dope. Like you, like, uh, I don't know. Just hustling is yeah, a thing. For sure. When did you notice that you had a, you had that hustle in you? Um, dang. It was probably in like third or fourth grade we would have garage sales and me and my friends outside mm. we would sell like toys like Yu-Gi-Oh cards really yeah where and did then, you get the idea from that probably my mom because she loves going to garage sales as well gotcha. and, you know yeah and then uh, it was me and my buddies Jose uh, Kenny and uh, Efren yeah we had a uh, garage sale outside and then we ended up buying pizza yeah so, with, with the money with the money <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> So the, like, what do you get a five dollar uh little hot and ready yeah <laughs> That's right there fun. in camarillo hell yeah where at in cam uh right there by the well it used to be hollywood video now it's a toppers like in that little oh, shop oh okay so like right across uh yeah from yeah. the old toppers yeah okay. yeah 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 yeah. Dude, yeah we're like right there bro oh, That's yeah? my hood dude. Oh, okay yeah i'm a cam boy now bro <laughs> <laughs> i denounced oxnard uh, <laughs> Dude, Cam is beautiful, bro. It is, man. I fucking love it, dude. But yeah, we're always right there. Um, there's a good sushi place that we like to go to right there. And there's a good Thai place right there too, dude. In a yeah, shopping center. A little down the street from uh, from the Toppers, Ooh. like going towards the uh, towards the freeway. That's my shit, dude. I love to grub. My favorite uh, burrito spot there is Ola's, right there in Old Town. Oh, okay. 
it's freaking we never went there before yeah olas okay dude uh speaking of toppers bro (laughs) (laughs) fuck when all when all that uh toppers uh stay classy drama was going on i was just laughing bro Uh And, uh, and then i think it was I don't know who it was. It might have been my wife or maybe I saw it, but uh, I saw that you had the lady from Toppers on the pod. I'm like, this yeah. dude, that's so dope that you did that, bro. Yeah. I'm like, uh, it was one of those points where I'm like, shit, I should have did that. Dude, for real. <laughs> it was a thing where like, dude, everyone in Oxnard and the 805 was talking about it because there was just, it was just drama <laughs> and everyone follows Stay Classy Oxnard, like mostly. Yeah. So um, I was just able to. Well, prior to doing that podcast, a year ago, I went to the corporate office right near, fuck, what's it called? Um, it's on Gonzales. Um, okay. Anyways, um, I went there asking f- for the owner to be on the podcast, but uh, no response. And then soon enough, come the daughter was able to be on the podcast. So did you reach out again? Yeah. Mm. After, after that whole, well, what I did and to initially get them on was made a post saying like, Hey, this is, pretty- I remember you, you saw that. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. So you did a post inviting both of them yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that worked. Yeah, yeah it did. It definitely did work. Did Well, I'm, I'm sure because for everybody listening, that's, that's not a local toppers is like the best pizza I've ever had in my entire life. Shout yeah. out to toppers. Um, we're looking for sponsors, so hit us up. Yeah, <laughs> get the Hawaiian heat with the uh, fresh jalapenos. Is that your jam? That's the one. Hell yeah! Um, but uh, Toppers, they uh, there's a there's a Instagram page that was around. It was called Stay Classy Oxnard, and they would mm-hmm. basically post like the shittiest parts of Oxnard and and the worst things that happen in the city, and put it on blast. And they posted the video of uh, of the jalapeno poppers and they opened it and like some roaches came out or something like that. Mm-hmm. And when I first seen it, the first thing that I thought was like, I'm still going to eat toppers. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. The same. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about a roach, dude. I'll, <laughs> I'll eat some toppers. But uh, yeah, it started a huge controversy, dude. It and did. I was just seeing that pop up everywhere. So yeah. what, what did, uh, what was it like when the lady came on to the pod? Like, what was her whole energy, dude? Was she just ready? She was ready, bro. Um, she ended up... So, her brother runs a transmission brewery right next to um, the Toppers of Ventura. She ended oh, okay. up bringing uh, some some brew there. So, that, that was cool. But her energy was really good. I didn't feel, like, any sort of hostility or, you know. So, I was, I was uh, just ready to... You know, I wanted to ask uh, hard questions, too. Like, you know, I wasn't going to... Yeah, you know. So, so what? Uh, what was her side of everything? Well, so when that post had came out with the jalapeno poppers, they ended up getting a health inspector, and um, what they do is they run that, you know, uh, bowl of jalapeno poppers through the oven at like four hundred degrees. Mm-hmm. So, and then after, I think they lit it. So there's no way for roaches yeah. to get in there. You know. Yeah. So that's what she explained and it, it made it made sense and one of my homies was saying he was a delivery driver and you know once it leaves the oven they don't check you know what it what goes they don't even check the car that it's it's being transported mm. in. you know that could have been an issue um what was your personal thoughts of it i love toppers and after seeing that 
I mean, I've never had an issue with toppers ever since, you know, third, fourth grade. So yeah, I, I love toppers. Yeah. When, when I saw that video, the first thing that came to my mind, cause it looked like some pieces were missing, right? Oh, you know, what? I, I don't vividly remember that. I'm pretty sure that it looked like some pieces were missing. Okay. So maybe somebody forgot it in their car Possibly. or what have you. Maybe, I don't know, dude, but yeah, it yeah. just, it, it, it didn't make sense. No. You know? And uh, I wanted to ask your opinion on uh, Stay Classy, you know, as far as the community. You, know, uh, you think it's. I think it's terrible. Yeah. For the community. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I think it's terrible for the community. I think the videos that they would that they would put on blast, like there's there's a few ways to look at it. Right. There's mm-hmm. the ways to look at it as, as like um, like it's fair play videos somebody is doing something somebody is recording the video the video is on social media yeah. maybe if somebody posted on their instagram and they have like 100 followers or something but when when that channel would take the video and repost it or, or what have you they're knowingly putting that video to a, a bigger audience mm-hmm. right yeah so they're promoting whatever's happening in that video yep and i know probably from their side is like well it's it, the video's already out there but yeah you're putting it on uh, on a platform that's like somebody saying something on this podcast and then it getting shared on rogan's podcast mm-hmm. that's it's totally different dude so they had what it was like 50k or yeah, something 50, like that and then i think toppers had like three thousand or something yeah. like that so it was the the balance of of the perception of of the people it was off for sure man and then when they when they posted that like i would never side with an instagram page over toppers like you're tripping and then like i i don't even follow that page at all because of the things that they would post and i've seen them post people uh odin i've seen them post people getting beat up and it's like yo oxnard is such a small town everyone knows everyone mm-hmm. and yeah you're posting this guy and he's he's overdosing and people are wondering like oh what to do and maybe yeah to you that's like yeah this is good content but that's somebody's son bro that's somebody's yeah. brother and it's not like well this is this happened in new york or something no dude this happened in the same city that the person that runs that page is from yeah knowing and- how small that the city is and it's it's funny that you bring that the person that runs that page after apparently he was exposed, you know his name and stuff. He deleted the account. Yeah, which because so, he knew he knew he had to know he yeah. had to know what he was doing yeah. wasn't right. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that were trying to figure out who he was mm-hmm. because th- this that whole page and everything like that it just comes down to my belief in energy. Mm. right you're putting out negative energy and the reason you're putting out negative energy is to grow your channel for what for whatever reason you want to sell pop sockets or stickers or something like that yeah it's like i don't know bro that's that's not a way that i would maneuver because knowing the energy that you put out always comes back to you Mm -hmm. so this person who built this page spent so much of their time doing this and trying trying to make it seem like yeah we're doing it good we give to homeless or whatever like yeah you give to homeless to the same homeless that you're taking videos of and exposing them that's yeah. that's somebody's big brother that went down a bad path 
And yeah. that shit sucks, dude. Yeah. Like I've seen I've seen a video before of this guy that I went to high school with. I knew his sister. She's a good person. The family were good people. I don't know what happened to the brother, but he's just on drugs and he's in the street. And then I see videos of him. And yeah, like maybe somebody's gonna laugh that doesn't know him or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh, trip out on this guy. But like Oxnard's a small city, bro. Yeah. Everyone knows everyone. Yeah, and yeah, when yeah. you do stuff like that. You're putting your energy in a negative space and negative shit is going to happen to you. And you know what? It, it eventually got back to him, you know? For sure. So it, it manifested itself in, in that way, which is you're 100% right about the energy part. Well, like you, bro. Yeah. You put out so much good energy. Yeah, yeah. And then so much good stuff uh, uh, seemingly is happening uh-huh you know and that's just because of the mentality and the mindset that you go into things with yeah. instead of going into it saying like oh man this video is gonna go viral because it's just such a crazy video like maybe you just gotta take a set second step back and just look like damn i don't know if this is the right thing to do mm. but a lot of people don't have that because maybe they've never seen their their good that they put out manifest into something Mm. can you remember a a time with you like where you put your focus into positivity and it paying off well i guess uh me growing up um i wouldn't say poor but growing up on section eight and um you know my parents both worked and uh you know i seen them struggle and uh you know seeing them struggle makes me want to do my best and i'm sure like i mean you you do it as well so uh seeing them struggle made me want to do my best and and spread as much positivity as possible um and going through a lot of pain dude going through a lot of pain um really taught me that you know i don't want to be here like i don't want to live like this so what can i do to have a better life what can i do to you know and and me knowing how that feels i don't want anybody else to feel like that Mm, you know mm mm-hmm I think that that's one of the biggest because I could definitely agree with that too. Like when I felt like really down and maybe somebody else made me feel really bad. Yeah. First thing that came to my mind is like, dude, I'll never make somebody feel like this. Yeah. You know, like getting it's... cheated on or something like that, dude. Like oh. it's such a shitty feeling. And then it's like you can either go go two ways. You could be like, well, that happened to me. So I'm just going to do it because it's going to happen to me again. So whatever. Uh-huh. Or it could be like, yo, I'm never going to make anybody feel like that so yeah it, it's like the choice but yeah. i know when i would make bad choices like bad things would happen mm. and whether that's reality or not or whether i'm just just thinking about like that's that's the reason that that mm. happened i mean that that thought still comes to my mind yeah that and also who who you surround yourself with too like just being aware of like you know if you're a kid you know what kind of decisions are you know the people around you making and yeah. stuff you know that like that's something that i had uh learned as well yeah so you grew up in uh in, you said it was wainimi right uh well technically oxnard right on the on, border, on the border. So more, yeah so it's the oxnard side guys so yeah. would you would that be considered like the the south maybe yeah i think that's considered the south got you yeah 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 so what was it like growing up right there uh, dude, so we had a, a bunch of group of friends in that neighborhood that would skate and like skating was my probably my first love. Hell yeah. You know, so um, we would just skate around, get lost and like, you know, just 
find gaps and shit to 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 jump so it wasn't it wasn't bad dude um but it taught me how to be independent i feel like oh really yeah 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 did your parents um, have you like on a strict schedule or could you just go? It, yeah, like kind of like you where you said uh, your parents, you know, as we talked about on, on the other podcast. Uh-huh. Um, for me, I, I wasn't on a strict schedule at all either. As yeah. long as I came home and, you know, when the lights came on outside. Yeah. They're, they're good. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you handled business, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's one thing that I just try to tell my son, dude. Like, yo, this is this is your job. This is what you have to do. You have to get good grades in school. You have to just pass. And that's it. Mm-hmm. If as long as that stuff's handled, then you could do whatever. But it's like, it's, it's a hard concept to to get in your head, you know? Yeah. And looking back, dude, I'm really grateful that, that they gave me that freedom, dude. It's like, it just, it just taught me how to be independent. And I yeah. think that's very important. So uh, were your parents born here? Yeah, uh, my parents, uh, my mom was born in the Philippines. My dad was born in Korea. And uh, my dad was adopted when he was like 12 or 13, I think. So, And then he was brought over here to, to Camarillo. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then my mom, she was born in the Philippines. My grandpa was in the Navy at the time. And uh, she met my grandma, or he met my grandma, and then moved her over here as well. So you get the first generation. First generation, yeah. How was that? Um, growing up, uh, it's... As far as culture, I don't think we have that Filipino or Korean culture. It's, mm. It was kind of, you know, lost in in the uh, whatever, you know, my dad was adopted uh, by a white family. So it was mostly that, that American culture. Mm. So I don't really have, uh, you know, I want to go back to Korea and the Philippines and meet my family. That's yeah. that's a goal of mine. Really? Yeah. To learn the culture, meet my family, um, you know, just go back to the roots. Yeah. Yeah, once um, once you start digging, like you start noticing like holes, like at least I do. Like sometimes I'll be, my wife will ask me, "Oh, who's who's this or who's your great this or that?" I'm like, "Fuck, I have no idea, dude." Yeah, I have no idea. Like, I never really really dug that much into my history, mm. and then I'll see like a old ass black and white picture. I'm like, "Damn, that person kind of looks like me a little bit." <laughs> I just have this thought. It's it's wild that all of our ancestors they survived and and we were you know from however long humanity existed. You know our lineage. Yeah, it just blows my mind thinking about that. Yeah, dude, it's kind of like it. It would be sick to have hella kids, bro. They like fifty, dude. But then being responsible for them, that's a different story. <laughs> you have how many? Uh, I have two. two. Yeah, so I have my son, Christian. He's uh, 15. And then Frankie, she's going to be one and a half. Okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it would how be many, like, uh, like Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon has hella kids. He was dang. like 15. Sheesh. Yeah, imagine that. And then you're just, your name just lives on forever. Damn. And maybe you'll be in... Like all their houses, how that'll be a picture of you. Huh. <laughs> but it's not gonna be like when you go to your grandparents' house and you see a picture. It's gonna be like, because hey! <laughs> all the pictures nobody ever smiled, dude. Back in the day. Just, oh yeah, because I think uh, they just stood there. I think uh, it took a while for the for the actual snap to to. It was like probably like three four minutes. I think it was. Shut so they're the like just up. sitting there. Yeah. No I did, way. I think I read that somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah. My God. 
They were, they just had a pose for that long. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it, it's a trip. Like how long technology's really been around? Because mm-hmm. the other day I was just messing around and um, I found a video from like 1906 on YouTube. And they remastered it, added color, and added sound, but still the visuals are the same. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, I, I never would have thought like that's what it looked like in 1906, dude. It, what? it looked like now. Was that the video of uh, San Francisco? I think it was yeah, San, Francisco, San Francisco, right? I saw yeah. that one. Yeah, I saw Crazy, that one. dude. Like, what the hell, bro? When I was watching it. I felt like I time traveled, dude. Right? Yeah. It was so weird, bro, because you're, you're just seeing like, like everybody just doing their own thing. And it, I, I could look at it and like, yeah, that's that's the same as it is nowadays. But instead of a car, it's like a horse and buggy. Uh-huh. But on the side of the buildings, there's still billboards and advertisements and things like that. And I don't know why in my head that it's just like uh, that was so long ago because because it was, yeah you know, over 100 years ago. Yeah. But they still had uh, it, it's still like like they lived a. a sort of normal life it wasn't like cavemen no i guess that's what i think about like 1900 yeah yeah cavemen dude (laughs) what stood out to me was i think mostly everyone were they were wearing suits yeah what the hell dude that's crazy right you're Uh right even the kids yeah yeah why dude yeah yeah why did everybody just wear suits huh what if you just walked around with like a t They'll probably you'd stand stone out you, right oh uh, yeah that's be- probably the difference dude yeah is once you say we time travel back to to 1906 and we're just dressed like this they'll probably just come like stone us dude with like pitchforks and chase us out of town that's probably the difference dude that and i'm sure like things weren't as col- you know colorful or you know i'm sure those suits were just black and gray and like brown and yeah you know i, I want to say during the like the 60s or something or something was when like the style changed as far as clothing and stuff when they started experimenting with yeah, drugs dr- the, yeah for sure i know you listen to uh to rogan a lot dude what do you think of that uh what is it the stoned ape theory oh about uh what is it an, an ape ate a mushroom yeah and that's what caused their their brain to grow massively oh man i don't you know what there's so many different theories that it's hard to be like, oh, this is the one. Yeah. Because there's one where um, I think it's the Anunnaki came came by and, and like, I don't know. They gave them knowledge or technology. And, you know, that's how we came. I don't I don't know, dude. It's it, there's so many theories that I don't know what to believe. That's that's the thing about this. Uh, this time we're living in. What can you believe? Yeah. Like even fossils and shit. <laughs> oh yeah. Like who knows? I always see a pose and say like, "We just found human remains in Africa from five million years ago." And you're like, "Wait, what? Uh-huh. That don't make no sense." You know? So it's like I don't know what to. Be- Dude, we could have all just been here like since the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. Who knows, dude? Because yeah, yeah. W- w- when history is gone, then we don't we don't really know what happened in the past that's that that's a good point because the pyramids and all these giant structures i think they were they have they were put there to say like hey we were this advanced at this time 
and uh, it's it's sort of like a just a like a memory like hey mm, this is mm-hmm. where we were at this point for sure and like even now our technology can't even compete with that or it's, yeah. it would be very hard to do that maybe somebody's gonna do like a youtube video and say like <laughs> we could make a pyramid too yeah, and then yeah, they yeah. just try to start building a pyramid <laughs> I've I've never been there, so I've never seen it in person. So, yeah. like a, in Egypt or what have you, and uh, so it's hard for me to really grasp like oh my god how yeah. how how big it really is, you know. So I was there. I have a picture. No yeah, shit. Yeah, I, I was uh, at the the Great Pyramid, and um, I have a picture of me standing next to. I gotta see this. The yeah. stone. Hopefully, uh, I can probably send it to you as well. Yeah. Um, um, Oh, I went to uh, it was oh in, here it is yeah let me check it out dude this is one block dude one stone and I think there's 1.3 million of those dude oh shit so how tall are you uh 511 okay so that's at least six feet yeah so did did they show like uh sort of measurements of how big each block was so it's like six feet tall probably so like by like 15 feet probably Oh wow! Yeah, that is big, dude. Yeah, maybe they just <laughs> all the homies, dude. What? Go! <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because like that the position uh, of the pyramid is, is uh, aligned to true north, like it's off by like point one degree, mm-hmm. and it just tell it just says it shows that these people were master fucking astronomists Mm -hmm. you know and stuff like that without like telescopes without you know knowledge you know that we know of that we know of yeah Yeah. which that blows my mind yeah for sure and i love talking about stuff like this because it's like this is reality this is real exactly exactly so take away all the bullshit that's going on in life like yo how did that really happen you know who who invented this? What? How did we even become what? Like, I think that people really don't ever even think about mm-hmm. those kind of things. Maybe for good reason too, because they'll make you go crazy. Just trying. I think to- so too, and and it's tough. I think because you know we go we go to school and then we get a job and you know we have kids and it's kind of it's not normal even to kind of think about that stuff. Yeah, you know, I feel like it's like yeah, it, it, you're looked at as like different. Yeah, like what? Who cares about that like what who cares about like working who cares about a job <laughs> yeah. dude like this is the shit like why the fuck are we even really here what is this you know and either you look at it from from science or you look at it from a religious point or whatever like yeah still all those things are fucking crazy mm-hmm. whatever whatever way you want to think about it, like super crazy so yeah. if you believe that we came here from adam and eve or you believe we came here from evolution or what have you like how can you not believe in aliens yeah how how could you well, not believe in 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 bigfoot well stuff there's there's uh videos that have been like dropping like a lot in the past two years about the ufos and stuff yeah what do you think about that dude it, it blows my mind that like there's technology that we don't know the public at least mm-hmm. doesn't know exists yeah like as far as i think uh it was at like thirty thousand feet and it dropped to sea level within like 
a second or some yeah. shit like that. Yeah, and that would have just destroyed anybody if yeah. that would have been a human in that. But yeah, it could have been a drone. You know, the way that Rogan always says is 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 a way that I agree to is like I want to believe so much that it makes it hard for me to believe. Ah, uh, you know, yeah. But I believe a hundred percent. Yeah, but I don't know. If those are the ones that are driving the spaceships or what have you, but I believe that we're not the only, uh, we're not the only species alive, you know. Dang, and um, just to think about how big the universe is too, and how small we are compared to the universe. For sure, like there has to be something out there. I bet people are listening to this right now and think that the universe is just like our planets. They probably still fuck with Pluto, dude. People (laughs) listening to this right now, they're probably like. What, what about Pluto? Huh? Pluto ain't shit, dude. Fuck Pluto. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude. Fuck. And then you just think about like how big Jupiter is. Oh, Jesus. It has like 60 plus moons on it. Like what the fuck is really going on? Yeah. Damn. What if you could like moon hop, dude? If you lived in Jupiter. Jupiter's probably lit, dude. Yeah. Big ass fucking planet. And then if you want to, it's like Hawaii. You want to go to another island? You want to go to the moon? You got to just take your little spaceship or something like that. There was an interesting video of a, uh, of uh, a car and then uh, it was like a block being dropped on the car. And then it was showing the different, how it would react on different planets. So like on earth, they would drop it and it would like crush it. Mm. And I think, I don't know if it was Saturn or Jupiter, one of those planets, it dropped and it barely like, it barely like dented the car. Oh really? Yeah. Mm. That was a very, that was a pretty interesting video. I love space too. Yeah. And the ocean too. Oh, I don't. Dude. I don't fuck with the ocean as like going in it. But uh, I remember when I was uh, going to school that I would go to oceanography class and I oh, loved it, dang. dude. Yeah, because it taught a lot not only about the ocean but it had a lot to do with like uh, space and tides and the moon and gravity and shit like that. Interesting. But I think there's a lot of stuff in the ocean too that we just don't know about, man. Yeah. Who knows? One day we're gonna get humbled. I feel like it. That's why I don't really be killing like animals and bugs and things like that mm-hmm. because I know one day I'm going to be the bug, dude, and hopefully I get spared. Oh, man. Yeah. It, to think about being in the ocean, like I'm scared to even freaking take a cruise. Oh, you're just, really? You're just out there, dude, like in the middle of nowhere. Out, if, out there, dude. Out there, dude. Nothing. Nothingness, dude. The whole ship could disappear. Yeah. And it'll be five minutes on the news, and then that's it. Biden fell off his bike today in other news. Uh, another another headline. Uh, yeah. Quick, dude. And that's it. You're Damn, done. Damn. You know what's interesting? I don't know if you want to get into this. All the, all the Biden stuff. What the fuck, bro? Yeah. I don't Like, everything right now feels so weird and so crazy that it doesn't even feel real. You know? Hey, by the way, thank you for this, bro. Oh, dude. I appreciate it. No worries. This is this so is cool, dude. Might make me uh, get back on the wagon. <laughs> on or off, I don't know what it is. But maybe I'll just get fucked up one day. Dang. My wife's going to fucking chew you out. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> thank you, bro. But yeah, I don't know, dude. Like, what what are your thoughts on it, bro? Like, like shit is so fucking weird right now. I think, um, well, this information had came out. Uh, before the election but it was suppressed and it was um it, it was basically suppressed and um 
So imagine if people knew this stuff prior to the election, like, you know, who would have voted for this, this guy? Mm -hmm. And I think, uh, like the media and stuff is controlled by these people, like these, these top level, um, elites types. Yeah. And, um, the lizards, the lizards. (laughs) And, um, you know, I, I just think it's controlled. What was the news that was suppressed that you think that would have changed? Uh, it was so essentially uh, by uh, Joe Biden, Hunter Biden's laptop was found. Mm, yeah. And um, it was it was not talked about. Yeah, that's you know? so crazy, dude. Yeah. For like, that's just common knowledge yeah. to, to people like us that, yeah. that look into that. But like as far as um, like regular people. I don't even think they ever even paid attention to it. Mm-mm. Just like they didn't care about the whole Hillary email stuff. Exactly. Just like they didn't care about, you know, the whole Russia gate thing being fake mm-hmm. and that being uh from from Hillary's camp. Yeah. Just like it was like slid under the rug, like, you know? Yeah, fucking sweeped under the rug. John Podesta dude working for Hillary and yeah. like all this child pornography stuff going on and child trafficking like that's the real story bro that's the real stuff dude and um you know it's it's in the music industry it's in the it's in hollywood it's in um basically you know and to get into a position of power that you know you have to be involved with that that's from what i've heard and and i think it's true yeah yeah for sure i i've i've heard the same too and it definitely makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. because if somebody has that that over you like they can control you to do whatever yeah and then all the stuff that happened with epstein and and who he was connected with come on bro bro bill clinton flew on his his uh private jet i think it was like 24 27 times without uh security or what what do they call secret uh, service secret service oh yeah. shit i watched that uh that documentary i think it was on netflix yeah i watched that one too bro this is so sad dude they would go to the the poor towns in Florida, pick up these girls. He had like what was it, like three times a day or something like that. Mm-hmm. Horny ass dude, bro. Horn. And then like he would get the other girls to recruit other girls yeah. and stuff, and it was just a cycle. Pyramid scheme. A, a pyramid scheme, bro. So sad, dude. And you know, to someone like like you said on the outside, or you know, someone that isn't tuned into this kind of stuff, it, it sounds crazy, bro. It sounds like what this can't be real exactly well why aren't anybody doing it because they're fucking the kids too that's why bro like they they because lane maxwell she got what was 20 years maybe 20 it was 20 20 20 years what about the list where's the list that's where we should be where's (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna set it up guys september 1st in front of ventura city hall where's the (laughs) list (laughs) That's what we should be fucking complaining about, dude. Oh, man, yeah. So who's on that list? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. He's uh, on there. Chris Tucker. Jay-Z. Jay-Z. <laughs> Eminem. Madonna. Rihanna. Katy Perry. Damn. Yeah. But then it's so weird, dude. Think about it like this. Like, you know our society is so fucked up. Hmm. What if all that stuff came out? And then it was just like six months later. Ah, whatever. Like yeah. R. Kelly, dude. You know, I, I think 
are like sometimes stuff gets slowly released to like to um numb the to public ease it? Yeah, yeah to ease it as well yeah yeah so that could be it maybe they'll just throw out some some guys here and there yeah and then the other ones they'll release the info low but it's probably gonna be when we're like in our 50s dude yeah it y- came out you know 30 years ago i think all this all this stuff with uh the you know the jab and stuff uh, mm-hmm. that company can't even release this 50,000 page uh document um until like 75 years after the fact yeah they're trying to battle them to yeah to get that lowered right uh-huh crazy even all that shit dude yeah but it's like you can't have these conversations with normal people because they're they'll just get super upset because i i think that they're so um they're so tied up in their day-to-day life Mm. which is so understandable dude you know working Mm. a job that you don't like you know Mm. uh, worrying about your kids your family worrying about bills maybe have a substance problem mm-hmm. they don't have any time to think about this this stuff that that, that we look into mm-hmm. because they're just worried about their regular life so when you try to tell them something like yeah they knew that you know ivermectin or whatever would have helped out with covid mm-hmm. why didn't they do it like okay well that's different you really want that answer yeah you know yeah. that that's a different question and then you look crazy yeah you know but then now, once the stuff starts to to get uncovered, you're like, well, this, you 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 look at it and you start to put two and two together. But you have to be invested to do you that really stuff. You really do. You really do. And um, it's it, there's a there's a quote, and I think you've heard of it. It's like the the difference between a conspiracy theory and the truth is like six months or something, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. And it, it's I mean to back that up with with facts, it's like the whole. Uh, um the whole i mean i don't even know like the whole coat like the the lockdowns like mm-hmm. oh we're not gonna be we're only gonna be locked down for two weeks and it's been almost two and a half years yeah you know at least parts in australia parts parts of europe it's still locked down it's china still, still down, locked dude. down dude china scares me bro yeah because they're ready bro yeah they're ready dude uh-huh. they got they got the manpower they got the funds to do it China could definitely be. We could be speaking Chinese ten <laughs> years from now. Oh shit! Possibly, dude. Yeah. Who knows? Fuck it, whatever, dude. I'm living through the most exciting time in life. That is. Fuck yeah. it, whatever. If I'm gonna end up speaking Chinese in ten years, whatever. I don't care. I'll speak another language, whatever it is, dude. I'm not really attached to anything, dude. Fuck no. it. If they, it's it's just like the way that. The civilization was was built, taking over, mm-hmm. taking what you want, and we do it, but we don't show it. We don't show it on the news, and we make it seem like, yeah, they had nukes, mm. but then they just didn't have nukes. <laughs> they had, they didn't have no weapons of mass destruction. But we oh, went in there, Iraq. Yeah, but yeah, we went in there and destructed, and we're like, oh, we didn't, we didn't find anything. You know, it's uh. Like, I don't oh, think the I don't think they were the good guys all the time. All the time, yeah. I, I think that I'm I'm conflicted, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm a proud American. Yeah. Fly the flag, you know. Say America. the pledge, America, right? Yeah. But the what I'm looking at right now, this is the management. 
So that's not the company. This is the management. It's the leaders. The, the leaders. leaders right now. Yeah. You know, so maybe 100%. if you go to, if you go to a Chick-fil-A uh, in LA and then they're just like mad rude to you, that's not Chick-fil-A as a, an as establishment. A, mm-hmm. It's that, that, uh, that franchise or whatever. So to add on to what you're saying with the analogy of Chick-fil-A, what, I think what we need to do is is clean house and how, like you know our vote I think matters uh, and just being aware of who you're voting for and 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 again it's hard to to you really do have to be invested like hey this person is a really good person uh, and study their policies and what they're trying to implement and stuff yeah but I mean even there you're just asking for way too much mm. I saw a video um, my wife was showing me on TikTok. Yeah. And there's this guy asking people, like, you know, how many eggs are in a dozen? People don't know that. Yeah. Like, how many states are there? Huh. They yeah, don't yeah. know that. Like, how long is a president's term? Oh, I see what you're saying. They don't know that. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's just picking random people off the street, off the street bro. Yeah. So, so that makes me think it's like most people, they just don't care enough. And that's how we end up in situations like this. Who knows where we would have been if Trump would have would have stayed in office? Yeah, you know, I voted for Trump. I voted for Trump because I didn't I didn't like the way that like the the whole Biden thing was mm-hmm. going, and yeah. I could see through all the bullshit, mm-hmm. and especially all the stuff that came up uh, of Russia, and then you see how media manipulates like uh, speeches he'll have or whatever. I'm oh, like, yeah. okay, I get the game. I, I get what this is, but there's a lot of people that were the opposite of me that would ingest those sound clips and sound bites. And, you know, I'm not saying the Trump's perfect guy. No, yeah, you know, yeah. But if I'm going to put somebody in charge, it's definitely going to be him. For sure. Over Biden. But oh. a lot of people's place was anybody but Trump, anybody but Trump. Then, yeah. then we're here now. You know what? Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to add on to that. It blows my mind that... When Biden got into office, you know, you see the uh, pulling out of, of Afghanistan, which was a fucking total wreck. Do you see people falling off of the fucking the plane planes? Shit. Dude, like, what? Yeah, there was a, I don't know if you, there was a great podcast with Joe Rogan and Tim Kennedy. And uh, he was saying that when he was there, he was helping out uh, rescue these people that needed to be evacuated. And it was, it was, he said that he saw like dead babies, like right there on the floor, dude. And like. Them just like throwing babies to like, here, take my kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And that's the stuff that we don't hear and I think we should, should, should know about. Because that's reality. It is. Yeah. And if you, and maybe people think about people in Afghanistan the same way that I think about 1906. Mm -hmm. Their, their, their perception is so off. Mm -hmm. They can't envision people that live out there. Oh, yeah. To, to have, a society maybe maybe in people's minds that are listening right now think that somebody in in Af- afghanistan iraq or whatever they're just living in in tents and huts mm-hmm. and and in in caves but there's like legit ass cities there and there's people doing tiktoks and hearing bombs go off and we're there making those bombs go off yeah. we're there shooting the the those drones because you think that a terrorist's cell phone is in this vicinity so you're gonna go 
just shoot a drone at that vicinity and, and hopefully bomb. hopefully it takes somebody out yeah like we never think about that shit but that's literally that's some kids reality. over that's, that's reality what's happening yeah and you know it's sad dude yeah and it's like i don't know what the right reason or what the right way is like i don't know what would have been a better decision i don't know if we stayed out there too long i don't even know if there was a way to to pull out because the taliban is just waiting they're just yeah, waiting and waiting yeah. and waiting and right when that opportunity came they capitalized on it but and, i think the way we pulled out was just terrible dude and they, they left like billions of dollars of of, of equipment freaking mm-hmm. helicopter black hawk freaking helicopters night vision goggles, like billions like, come of on dollars. man let's go yeah <laughs> there was actually a funny video of uh uh fucking these taliban guys i don't even i don't know if it was real but they were like running on treadmills and shit and like in in the vicinity i don't know i, th- I thought that was kind of funny i yeah i've seen videos of them just rummaging through all the stuff that we left out there and just like so stoked on it bro yeah they just have everything ready to go and it's just, i don't know man then you i i see it like what if what if we're what if the way that we're, our mind is trained is uh they're using that against us as well what if some of these videos that we see are put together to make it look like a conspiracy like who the mm-hmm. hell really knows and yeah. then uh i saw that hunter biden's icloud yeah just got hacked have you been seeing some of the stuff come up from that oh dude yeah man <laughs> like there's there's like some, i heard there's some some child porn in there dude yeah and, and i heard that too i i yeah, haven't seen i haven't seen it i'm not i don't looking want to. for it yeah, yeah for want, sure I, I actually was looking for like a, a link or something on reddit which would show a lot a lot more yeah. stuff but i couldn't find it. i just started seeing just little pieces here and there i think it was uh it was taken down oh really yeah but i've seen enough like everybody listening right now there's a video of Hunter Biden weighing out crack. Legit. And then arguing with the crackhead or the not the crackhead, the crack dealer about like a um an ounce or something like that. Yeah. There's an ounce missing. Yeah. Literally. And it's crazy, dude, because that's the president's son, and I'm sure he's worth hella dough, but he just looks bummy all the time, bro. Dude, can you imagine if the roles were were reversed and uh, Trump's son was in office and how like the media would just done blow that up? Oh like, my god, dude! Yeah, and like, yeah, maybe people listening right now have no idea of that shit. Mm. He was in a, he was in the what is it, the deprivation tank? Uh huh. Oh, that's yeah. Jacking off, smoking crack, and drinking a truly. And there's a video. <laughs> Which sounds like a good ass time. <laughs> it does. But like the president's son, dude, and how like that's a that's it just shows that it's rules for thee, not for me. For sure. Yeah. Because there's have you seen the video where they, they like did like a du- duet together where it's Biden, he's talking about crack and he's saying like this much crack, the size of a quarter. This will put you in jail for forever. Oh or yeah, yeah, yeah. And Biden was showed, saying that. Yeah, yeah. And then it shows his son like weighing out the crack. Yeah. I was telling my dad about it. And he's like, "No, that's not real." I'm like, nope, it's fucking real, pop. Yeah. That's the that's the world we're living in right now. Sheesh. And I, I don't know, dude. I think it starts uh, early in the in the youth years where, um, in school, 
where you're kind of programmed to think and to uh, be told what to think. Yeah. And I think that's where it starts, dude. That's a big problem of it. Yeah. I feel that for sure because Columbus was the man, dude. Mm. I remember drawing Columbus. Oh, dude. Fucking like praying to Columbus, dude. He was the man, the Nina, the Pinta, the oh, Santa shit. Maria. <laughs> that fool had all the. Sp- he was the man. He was off the dude. boats, dude. But after he landed there, they had their dinner, and then that's all I heard about it. Mm. I, happily ever after, dude. Interesting. But, uh,. I never learned the real reality of, say, Columbus. Mm. And uh, have you seen the new uh, Bill Burr special, I believe it no. was? Okay, there's a new Bill Burr comedy special on Netflix. It's super good. And he brought up a, a really good point about, like, uh, he was talking about, like, feminists and stuff like that and, uh-huh. and, like, everything that's going on right now. And they're talking about, like, yeah, um, want to talk about sexist like we only bring up the bad things that males have done in history but they don't bring up like the females that did the bad stuff mm. so uh from what he was saying i haven't fact checked it but coco chanel like the the one who created chanel hmm. was like uh fucking with nazis bro what? like she had a nazi man and uh yeah so I was pretty, pretty crazy. He was, it was it was funnier how he said it. Dude. Yeah. So you guys got to go watch it and then you'd be like, oh, that's what he was talking about. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and it's like there's so many parts of history that we're just covering up because we just, I don't know. I don't know why we don't uncover everything. I think we just need to rip the bandage off For everything. Sure. Well, there's a quote that I, um, that I hear and I think it rings true. It's uh, those who control the past control the present. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, we see it with Columbus. We see it with our past, our real past about, the, you know, the pyramids. I don't think that's taught. Mm-hmm. You know, if, what if we knew our, our our true power, our, you know, how much power we have? It's like, then we'd be, then we'd be powerful. Do you believe it in, uh, like, the, the power of, of the mind? For sure. I don't know. It's... Uh, it's it's hard because what like what do you mean by that is like that we're more capable of oh yeah doing things that we're not uh like shown that we can do i think so you know i'm not gonna close my mind to the idea you know yeah um yeah i'm not gonna close my mind to the, the idea yeah the way that i feel about it is that like even all of this, you know, downstar everything. This mm. has been my example of just betting on myself and just, you know, focusing on one thing and making it happen and just progressing and having the right energy and the right motivations and, and using all of that sort of power that I have within me to create something for sure that I shouldn't have. Like if, if I didn't, if I didn't believe in myself, if I would have just done the life, lived the life that I was supposed to live, like I was taught in school, I wouldn't be doing any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I would just be working like a regular job, as most people are, because most people just don't believe that they have it within them. And yeah, the, that is the the power of the mind, and and how much you believe in yourself. 
um because everything starts in the mind and yeah it's like whether you 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 think that you can or you can't do something like you're correct bro exactly man and and it's true because like i've talked to so many people and i'll listen to their their goals and ambitions and i'm just so stoked for them Mm -hmm. and then it comes like ah i don't know i got i got bills i got kids or whatever like Oh, so you you don't think that like everybody who's created something has has those things? Mm. Like it's time is never gonna be right. It's never gonna be right. You're never gonna be at that point where you're just like, okay, yeah, all right, now everything's perfect. No, mm-hmm. like you you they trial and error. Yeah, you have to make it happen. Yeah, dude. you have to make it happen. I see you work out a lot, dude. Yeah, like I'm sure that you didn't get to the position that you're at right now, like overnight. No. No, it started with me being like super fucking insecure, like walking in there being like, oh shit, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. And seeing everyone else, you know, um, and then it just, it just kind of, it was kind of intimidating, but you know, through time, through consistency, through hard work, it's, you know, that's what I learned through going to the gym is that it's, it's all about that consistency, hard work, persistence. Yeah. Um, and even like studying Arnold Schwarzenegger mm. and that dude is a, beast bro like he started off with real estate first and um you know making millions of dollars in real estate and then he went to uh, uh bodybuilding and then through bo- after bodybuilding it was uh, acting and then a- after acting it was being the governor of california so like i don't know just adding to what you're saying it's the power of the mind and yeah. he really believed like he so one thing that he said was that he had a clear vision of where he wanted to be you know, it's like, do you ever envision like, uh, where you want to be? And, um, like just sometimes there's like a car that I want. And when I'm driving, I'm just like looking at <laughs> the seats, looking at the dash and just envisioning the car uh, that I want. Like, yeah. Do you ever get to go, go to that point where you like envision the, the level that you want to be at? Yeah, I do actually. Um, I do. Uh, in the future want to get a, a warehouse and build that out to be like a fantasy factory type thing dude with like a freaking with ramps bro with like like a photography uh a section a section to do podcasts and like you know like a lift to work on cars and shit and yeah. like just like a like a like a playground dude yeah, i would love that too man yeah that would be so cool yeah have you ever went to the barracks before I have not. Have not. You, you've seen it? Before, yeah, yeah. I, I recently watched uh, Battle of the Bar- Battle at the Barracks. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was good. Got it. Uh, we we went one time. Just they were having like a little little tournament there or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, so we went. This was actually before I got back into skating pretty heavy. Okay. And uh, they have a lot of like fake looking um, like shops or what have you. Um, and I don't know if on the other side are offices. But that would be so sick, dude. Dude, that would be, you know, bro. just to have that big ass space right there and then have these like you could just make it look yeah. whatever you want to do. Yeah, that's the thing. If you got, you know, where would be the perfect spot, dude, is T-shirt warehouse. Hey, that that place has been fucking vacant for a I while. Oh, <laughs> what's good, guys? Uh, you get a thousand bucks a month, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't making nothing right now. So at least you'll be making a thousand bucks. Dude, that that would be the perfect spot because right? it's like so it's isolate. You know, it's by itself two two stories as well dude the ceilings are high enough yeah they are story 
Imagine that. Like, imagine maybe like an L out of it mm. that you made offices that are like as Dang. 10 by 10 wide. Yeah. And then the center, that was just the whole skate park area. And then you had a part where all the cars are parked right there. Right dude. there, dude. That would be so sick. Damn. Right? Yeah, bro. I wonder how much that building goes for, dude. We should right, go into let's, it, dude. Let's, let's go. Let's start selling some crack. <laughs> if we focused and sold crack for six months, we could probably buy that, dude. Fucking buy it cash. Yeah. And uh, we just can't get caught. <laughs> that's, nah. that's the thing. I think we already fucked up by talking <laughs> about it. You guys need crack? Hit me up, dude. We got a goal. Damn, no, no, it is uh, very refreshing. Like, even talking about this now, it's like envisioning where you want to be. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's, it gives me energy, dude. You know, it's like, oh, fuck, like, that's, that's possible. That's why I like talking to people like you, bro. Yeah. And that's why when I saw you on social media, just I saw you and you're doing the, the podcast. Uh-huh. And uh, I saw that you were local. Yeah. Both of those things intrigued me. Because huh. yeah, yeah. not that many people do podcasts locally. Uh-huh. Um, and then I seen it. I was like, oh, that's sick, dude. So I started following you. And I seen the way that you would promo and shit. And I was like, dude, I, I fuck with this dude. Um, and then just seeing like, like the vision that you have. Like a lot of people don't have that. Mm. Because maybe it's not paying right now. Yeah. But that's besides the point. Like usually what a lot of people when when they, when they want to do something, they their time needs to be translated into a dollar amount because mm-hmm. that's what they're trained to. When I work, I get paid 15 bucks, 20 bucks an hour. So if I'm doing this podcast, I can't do it if I'm not getting paid. Mm-hmm. So that's where they kind of like fuck themselves right there, yep. you know, but you have to put in that work to get the ball rolling then to start to get like the the attention you know like like you're doing bro if you never did the podcast like i would have never seen your podcast and like we would have never linked up and this has happened with so many people bro and fast forward three five years like maybe we could work on something yeah in the future Yeah, yeah because i know that you're one of one person in this small community that is actually a walker and a talker yeah and a lot of people are just talkers, dude. And it's mm. and it's so hard to to find people like yourself. Yeah. You know, so and yourself as well. Thank you, bro. Um I wanna talk about your podcast, dude. Yeah. So so talk so talk me through it. Like what was your motivation to even start the podcast? Uh my motivation, I just for me, I love learning and I love uh, you know, learning about what what other people are passionate about. And you know, them chasing their dreams i'm just very passionate about people that are chasing their dreams and uh their passions because like you said not many people uh do that and it's kind of rare especially in this in this community in in you know the 805 oxnard so you know i i just love learning about what other people are doing as well so what was your first podcast was the first one that you ever did 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 that get released yeah, it's it's still up. It's okay. uh, it's with the homie Blue. Uh, he's next door to me actually, and um, you know when I look back at it, I was like, oh dude, this is I had no, oh, I still don't know what I'm doing, but I was like, I, I had no idea what I was doing. I just turned on the camera and we started talking. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You're doing it. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, that's yeah. all you gotta do. You're doing <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. 
I think that the 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 way that podcast is being commercialized is uh, not my way of podcasting. What do you mean you by know? that? As far as making it about a business, making it, uh, you know, adding the ads and stuff. You know, all of this stuff is a necessary evil. Yeah. But I see so many podcasts are geared more towards the business aspect of it than the actual passion of podcasting. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, maybe it's because I already have Downstar and I have the freedom to do the podcast uh-huh. that I could say that. Yeah. You know, that I'm not turning it into like 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 a business where we, now we have to take a break. And, you know, we were doing that before. And then I was just like, bro, I don't like when podcasts do that. So if people watch our podcast, I don't want them to have to go through that. Mm. You know, so when we started doing the podcast again a few episodes back, I took off all the the sponsors that we had. Okay. Although all the sponsors were super rad, bro. Yeah. I I felt like we took too big of a pause to be able to charge them to sponsor the podcast. I, I felt okay. like it wasn't right. Yeah. You know. Uh-huh. So I'll revisit that. But when we do, I'm gonna do it in in a different way, which doesn't interrupt what's going on right here because okay. this is more of the important. This is the important part yeah. of it, and everything else. Is coming secondary and i think it 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 goes down to the initial reason why you started as well for sure yeah yeah i think that's very very important and like you said i I love talking to people and i I love people that are you know trying to make something out of themselves Uh and the way that i look at it like the payment that i get from these podcasts is if i have a, a few hour conversation with somebody i'm picking their brain about whatever I want to talk to them about. Yeah. So if it's a business owner, I could just pick their brain about everything about their business. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. You know, I'm just taking it into mind. And then when you sit with somebody for, you know, two plus hours, like you have, you kind of build a different relationship you do. with them. And yeah. it's, it's a very intimate to have like a, a conversation without any breaks, any phone, anything like that. Yeah. And just talking about whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, that, then it translates into like, now I have like an ally Mm -hmm. and this person is, is experienced in this sort of field. Yeah. So if it ever comes to a point where like, damn, I want to get in that field or now that's somebody that I could hit up. I'm slowly starting to, starting to realize that where it is building that relationship and also um, building a, a network for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, they say that your network is your net worth. Yeah. And we're just coming out with all the memes today, bro. <laughs> but it's fucking hey, imagine true. All, all the clips, like just clip every one just of those. Clip all. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, it's super true, man. And I've noticed that with, uh, with downstar, the automotive part of it. Yeah. Like, when we go out to shows, I'll meet these people and we'll make a relationship. And then when I started the podcast, then I started like making deeper relationships with people. Mm-hmm. And then I started to reach out to locals because if you didn't know that Downstar was from the 805, it really didn't matter where it was from because you're buying from online. You know, it. we have our, we would go to shows around the country. So it didn't really didn't mean that we were huge in our hometown was that was the physical uh, location 
has that always been a thing? Because I remember we talked about it, right? It well, was we we got the place, uh, we got our location here in 2016. Okay, but we've been in business since 2009. Yeah, so seven years without uh without like a headquarters, you know. But yeah. none of that even really mattered because everything that we did was through e-commerce. Yeah. So all that saying, Downstar wasn't really that big locally if you weren't into cars. Mm. But if I wanted Downstar, the name, the brand, whatever it's going to be in the future, if I wanted that to grow, I wanted to get the support locally as mm. I want the support you know, worldwide. But I think locally it has a lot of meaning, not only like personal meaning, but like maybe we can inspire some people yeah. to, to take the chance. Maybe there's somebody that I went to school with or... I worked with at Best Buy or something like that where it'll like motivate them to take their their whatever they want to do to yeah. the next level. Yeah. And yeah. with with doing that, I've met so many connections locally with people that I wouldn't have because they don't have anything to do with cars. Mm. Like um like Sky Sunner. Um I don't know if you know who Sky is, no. but he owns um it's called the Happy Place uh liquor it's in uh, Satakoy. So oh, dude, I love that place, bro. I freaking get <laughs> I get bruised there all the time. Hell yeah, the, dude. Was it the the cave or some shit like that? Um, there's like a fridge. You walk, the walk-in fridge. Oh, you get. okay. I don't know what what that's called, but oh, like okay. like Sky, dude. I've I heard of him locally, like probably ever since I've started Downstar, and he's just been a local entrepreneur, and I just never crossed paths with him because I didn't have a reason to. He wasn't mm. into cars. I wasn't into what he was into, so there wasn't a there, our paths weren't gonna cross. Mm -hmm. But when I started the podcast and I started networking with these locals, and then I had him on the pod. He's his podcast just dropped. Um, well, when this one comes out, his podcast dropped maybe like four episodes before. Okay, but um, I've had him on the podcast I think two or three times already, Dang. and I've been on his podcast, and I consider him a friend. Okay, you know, and it's just you got to make shit happen, dude. You know what I, I love also um, about the podcast is that it, the only limit is your imagination. Like you can just you can literally interview anyone, anybody, dude. anybody, even the lady from Toppers. Bro. Uh, I know that was such a good one, man. <laughs> what What do you think is your um, most exciting podcast that you've done that you feel most proud of? Well, you know, it's funny. I wouldn't say exciting, but uh I want to say nerve wracking because I was kind of nervous for that one too. Man. Oh, were you? Yeah. Cause, mm. um, I was aware that there would be a lot of eyeballs on it, you know, a lot of, a lot of attention on it. So I was just in my head. I felt like, really, I was like, dude, this is new territory for me, you know? Yeah, for sure. Did you get any feedback? I did. Yeah. Like I, a few people said that I look nervous. Um, a few other people said that I, I should have asked more questions and, uh, you know, they're right. Like, you know, I learned from it. Yeah. yeah yeah it's good to get that feedback you know on some things uh like maybe when we create products or something like that mm. it's it's like my artwork so this is what it is this is what i like this is what i'm offering to the people i see but when i on the other side when i'm doing the podcasting like i'm i'm like a media personality yep. now and i'm putting this this content out and I want to know how it's received. So if I say a word too much, like I want to know that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. If I interrupt too much, I want to know these kind of things because 
I'm producing this. I'm producing this content for others to enjoy. And if there's things that I'm doing that, that is causing people not to enjoy it, I need to know about those things. Just like the commercials. I had, I had somebody tell me that they were, it helped them stay more engaged because there wasn't those two minute, three minute blocks. I see. So either I take that and figure it out how to, how to, how to, um, incorporate incorporate it. the sponsors yeah or i just take it out because if i leave it in this one person is telling me that this is their experience that one person could have the same experience as hundreds of yeah. people dude exactly yeah. so i have to be able to get this feedback so i love getting feedback on the positive same. or on the podcast yes yeah, positive or negative same um but i get what you mean dude like it's when you sit with anybody bro it's like those first 15 20 yeah, minutes do you ever get filling them out do you ever get what was your uh do you ever get nervous during podcasts mm, i do um usually when i get nervous is because when we're talking i'm thinking at the same time of the next subject of the next convo yeah because i don't know when i'm gonna pass the ball to you mm-hmm. and then you're gonna be like yeah you know that's for sure you're doing that and you're monitoring audio and like video and stuff so there's so much going on in your head if you it's ever like... see me just look <laughs> yeah. if you see me do this look i'm yeah. looking and making sure all the lights are on i'm like yeah huh. i do that i do that as well dude <laughs> but uh then i've like this is maybe 240 i think this episode is 240 so after 240 plus podcasts because there's other ones that i've done that i hadn't released or that I've been on, I have confidence in myself that, that I'm able to have a conversation with whoever, wherever, because I've put this, the time into it, not yeah. because I'm a special person or, or what have you. I've just put the time in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, so so when, I, when I, I put this time in, I can have a conversation with anybody about anything because I know the basics of mm. it, you know. Have you had a problem with like uh, a guest that you've had on, and just the combo wasn't really going anywhere? Yeah, um, there was a, a few guests. I think that was it was pretty hard because I think some people treat it as sort of like an interview and and something that's mm. that's not what I would like. I would just like to have a conversation. Yeah, for sure. And I was like the one asking all the questions, and it was kind of tough. Like, oh shit, like. I'm the one kind of coming up with all these topics and stuff. And, uh, that was a hard one for me, um, and stuff like that. I had to just have topics ready to just bring up and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes when I get in that spot, dude, I'll just throw like a crazy one left <laughs> out of the left field. The alien one's always my thing. Hey, you believe in aliens or yeah. time travel? DMT. DMT. Like, <laughs> have you ever done DMT? No. Have you ever done any hallucinogens? Uh, I've microdosed mushrooms and uh, I just smoke weed, but you know, I, I can't smoke uh, weed anymore because it makes me paranoid as fuck. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. How long were you smoking before you decided um, to give it up? Well, I actually started uh, like the summer of seventh grade going into eighth grade. Okay. And um, I think that's really freaking early to start smoking weed. Super, dude. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until maybe like my early twenties okay. that I started smoking. Yeah. But so, so you smoke and it just, it just freaks you out or what? Yeah. It just freaks me out. And I don't know. It's something, sometimes I 
get into this weird paranoia of like like damn the this world that we're living in is sort of like a matrix mm. and i get i go down that rabbit hole like you know the like i i it, it is all in my head but sometimes it's hard to like get out of that yeah for sure so i, I just stop completely mm. yeah <laughs> how often were you smoking um i mean it, i was i'm i'm a uh, social smoker so whenever oh, okay yeah it's not really like oh, i'll smoke whenever. oh got yeah. you yeah I, I smoke every night oh yeah um yeah I wish I would, uh, I don't know. I don't really get that many feelings that much anymore. Dude. Like I'll get high for a little while, but not like I used to get high. Yeah. yeah. Dude, speaking of toppers, bro, that was the first time I ever got high and got the munchies, dude. Oh Me yeah. And my boy, uh, Zed, shout out to Zed, dude. Um, we, uh, we got high and then we went to toppers and ate mm. and it was like this magic moment. Dude. And oh my God, it was the best. It was the fucking best, dude. Damn. Like, before that, this the munchies just never hit me before. Maybe it was because I was like go out to the clubs or something like that. But when I just was chilling, sat down and ate, dude, that like changed my life. Do you bro. remember what you were eating? It was just pepperoni. Oh, okay. Yeah, I always just get pepperoni. Yeah. If not pepperoni, Canadian bacon and pineapple. Oh shit. That's the joint. I That's like that one, one right there. But yeah, but then fast forward to now, dude, like I still have the problem where I have the munchies, dude, mm. like at nighttime eating late, like in the last two nights, I finished off a whole box of Reese's Pieces. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, the, what is it? The, uh, the puffs, cause, the puffs, the cause. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. yeah I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I found the cause box at like, uh, at Target and I bought two of them cause <laughs> I'm a collector, bro. Yeah. And it's some. in my blood. And then I, the other night I was like. Man, I'm gonna eat one box, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> and I killed it real quick, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so back to the podcast, dude. So, how do you go about um, setting up, like having a guest on? What is what is your whole mentality behind that? Um, usually, okay. So it, it's funny because people uh, have been messaging me, and um, you know, I I love. I love to have them on, but it has to feel right. Yeah. You know, how do you tell somebody that like, it's not right. Mm. Or how do you word it when they say like, yo, I want to be on your podcast or something. I kind of want to have uh, either make a post and say, Hey, like I want to get to you, but it has to be at the right time first, mm. you know? So I, I feel like I'm going to do that soon. Um, but yeah, like it just has to feel right. Like, and I, I'm going based off of my intuition pretty mm. much. So how do you find people though? Um, like what is, what is it that you're looking for? What is it that, that interests you? Like business owners, like business owners, artists, you know, I want to get into their, like you, like you, like I want to get into their mind and learn their process and learn what they're about is as well. Like I want to have Gordo's hot chicken on soon. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never had that dude. No? Where's that at? Um, they have a uh, food truck uh, right there on China Islands, kind of near that bridge right by uh, College Park. You know, so yes, you, so it's like you by the skate park, kind of like more closer towards uh, uh, that one gas station AM PM. Yeah, 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 for on sure. that street. So Rose and Channel Islands. Yeah, yeah. Where's the Where's the truck park at though? Right, uh, there's a liquor store like right there. I forgot what it's called, and there's a laundromat as well. It's like right in front of that laundromat. Okay kind of like if you're going uh kind of towards the one okay yeah right right there 
Hmm. I've heard of them before. Yeah. I need to try them out, dude. That's, Delicious. That's my jam. Is the like that that trend now? Like Nashville hot chicken. Yeah, yeah. This shit's so good. There. You ever go to the one in uh, Wainimi? Dave's. Dave. Uh, Dave's. Yeah, bro. That one's that one's amazing. Yeah, Freaking, that place uh, is good. Honey, honey. You put honey on that mm, stuff. Ooh. Hell yeah. There's one that's in. Um, I think maybe North Hollywood. It's called Hawaiian Hot Chicken. Oh, um, so they get those Hawaiian breads cut in the middle, put the chicken, put their little drizzle or what have you on it, dude. It's so fucking bomb, bro. Yeah, like so, like for for example, like uh, Gordo's hot chicken, I'll eat it and I'll be like, dude, I wanna, I wanna get to know this guy. I wanna, like, mm. you know. Yeah. Have you reached out? Yeah, yeah. So soon, um, it's a matter of scheduling. So yeah. I'm gonna have him on soon. That's sick, dude. Yeah. You know, I like what you did with the the toppers interview. Like, I've thought about that before. Like businesses that i frequent Mm -hmm. like hey would you want to do a podcast or something i think that that would be pretty cool yeah especially to highlight people here locally that probably just never get highlighted yeah you know just think of uh on pizza like think of like pizza man dan's dude oh yeah like i don't even know who dan is i would love to talk to dan bro maybe he'll come through in that like the corvette or whatever the the pizza wrapped corvette (laughs) (laughs) so i think the owner of toppers and pizza man dan's i think uh they were both running toppers and then he ended up splitting and creating pizza man dance. Oh really? Yeah. I wonder if they beef. I think there was some beef. Pizza beef? There was some pizza beef. Damn. There's probably burrito beef too. Huh? <laughs> you think so? Oh dude, all those taco trucks, bro. They're, they're fucking beefing for <laughs> parking spots. Probably. Huh? Yeah. The, the tacos bonita. You ever have that one? Is that the one on Ventura road? Yeah. Yeah. Ventura road and Gonzalez. Gonzalez right there on oh, the, at so the Chevron, bomb. huh? Well, that's, that's one of the trucks, but the, 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 like the brick and mortar store is across from, um, uh, Plaza park in Oxnard. Oh, right there. Okay. Um, right. There's like a dentist like, yeah, yeah. Right there. Corner. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's right to the right of the dentist. Um, but huh. anyways, I, I don't think at the taco truck, but at that brick and mortar location, they have like those the media the the dip Oof. like you dip them. Oh, oh bro, so fucking bomb, dude! I went to the the food market, the eight hundred five uh, food market night that mm-hmm. was recent. Uh, I had beauty out there, bro. That shit was oh, dude. At what truck was it? I don't remember. I don't remember. But mm. did you did you end up going? No, no, no. no? no, no, no. Oh, it was like that first. Uh, so you walk in, it was that first corner right there. Where was this at? Uh, Oxnard High School. Uh, oh, okay. It was that like 805 night market thing, mm. which was like two weeks ago. And there was just a bunch of food trucks. There was uh, perf- dance performances and stuff. Mm, got it. I think I miss a bunch of this stuff because I, I don't follow that many like local people. Oh, okay. And uh, I don't know why, dude. My algorithm, my socials <laughs> suck. <bro. laughs> yeah. My algorithm is so whack, dude. It's like cars, 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 cars. And yeah, cars are cool. But like, dude, I'm just getting advertise car shit all day every day and i'm like bro i'm over this shit yeah and then uh downstar skate is just all skate, skate which is pretty stuff. sick dude yeah i love that yeah. it's all skate but i think i just need like a oxnard local like instagram huh. where i just follow like locals like dude. a like a fun like a finsta just yeah like your own <laughs> yeah my own my oxnard finsta <laughs> <laughs> frizzle bro that's why i used to go buy back in the day what is frizzle frizzle you don't want to know this this is frizzle bro oh okay when you uh when i drink some of that that's frizzle dude that was like high school after high school frank so if anybody listening if they call me frizzle they they just knew me in that time (laughs) so maybe i need to make a frizzle on instagram (laughs) 
So, Gordos, you want to have them on. Who's who's somebody that you would really want to have on your pod? Like crazy. Oh, dude, dude, I think uh, uh, Pepe follows you, right? Yeah, big yeah, Pep. big Pep. Hell I would love yeah. to have him. Really? On, dude. Yeah. Oh, Pep's fucking awesome, yeah. dude. His uh, his pod Pep Talk is yeah, really good bro. pod. Amazing. Um, Pep's a good one. We've had him on downtime. Nice. Um, Jordan, his buddy, yep. he actually just had. Um, he was on. Right? He was Recently. just on the like the last episode. Uh-huh. Um, he's awesome. Both yeah. of them are security for Logic. Yeah, fucking awesome. The small world, bro. Dude and Ventura, like they're and then Kyle, like yeah. with super duper uh, mm-hmm. Jesus and stuff. Yeah, they're they're uh, and uh, Nolan as well. Yeah, Nolan's the 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 manager for Kyle, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and. Uh, they're like all related or something. I know, somehow, dude. It's like they're all, so they're all crazy, connected. Which is dope because like all the homies looking out for each other too, yeah, yeah. you know? And um, I had DM'd uh, Super Duper Kyle as well when he released his album. So hopefully, dude, um, he can he can join as well. That'd be that'd be amazing because I've been a, I've been a big fan of his since uh, like freshman year of high school. So. No way. Yeah, yeah. I think he should, bro. Like, yeah. I, I think if you're if you're a big artist or big, big whatever, business owner, whatever, I think that you should always look back to the locals mm-hmm. and the people locally that are, you know, trying to do something, dude, and just yeah. give back. Not sure. money or anything, but just time, you know, give you the interview. I think that that would be sick, bro. Yeah, he said he'd be down. He actually replied, and he's like, yeah, I'm down. Next oh, that's what's up, dude. Yeah, yeah. So that'd be, that'd be really cool. Um and just just getting to talk with him yeah even just that dude like that that'd be amazing yeah hell yeah, yeah. dude um speaking of big pep make sure you guys check out his podcast uh pep talk um pep talk the uh he had jordan on and uh jordan was talking about uh ice baths you ever yep. look into that before? Yeah, I actually do ice baths. Not regularly, but uh there was a point where I would do them every Sunday. Really? Yeah. So when I listened to that podcast, maybe a few days before I was listening to a Rogan podcast and I forget the guy's name, but he was going really into like uh like the ice baths and he was, he was saying like 11 minutes a week mm. um if you do that, so it would be like whatever 2 minutes every other day or some three minutes whatever it would it would equal out to just in the bath mm-hmm. that it boosts up your um i i think it was your your dopamine like two and a half times and it lasts for uh four plus hours and you don't get any, any crash or anything like that mm. so what are some of the things that you experienced while doing an ice bath because i've never done one before well, uh, I used to do uh, uh, cross country and track and field, mm. and um, after our runs, we would uh, take ice baths, and um, you know it's so painful, dude, just being in there. Really? Like, just like you're trying to like hold in your pain, like that's that's how I feel, mm-hmm. um, and I'm sure <laughs> many other people. And um, I would be there and be be in the ice bath for about five minutes, mm. and uh, after I get out, dude, you just feel amazing, bro. Really? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I don't know the science behind it, but you just feel amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I want to try it out, dude. I, um, do you know, uh, Neen Williams? No. Pro skater? No. Uh, Neen Williams, he's on, uh, Death Wish. Um, but he's, he's all about like fitness mm. and eating healthy. And, uh, I always see him in ice baths. <laughs> he has like a, I think they'd probably sell him like a, a drum. Like a 50 gallon yeah one. 50 gallon yeah. drum and then uh he just goes in there i, w- I want to try it out and so 
I was talking to uh, Jordan and I DM'd him about it. Uh-huh. I was asking him kind of some some more like the breakdowns. He was saying like the temperature is about uh, 40 degrees. And um, he said he stays in there for like 10 minutes or something like that. But I want to give it a try, dude. Yeah. I always like to try different things. Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. something will work, something won't. Just like you say about smoking, like sometimes I won't smoke. I'll take a break. I'll take a break from caffeine. You know, sometimes I'll take a break from eating crazy. Just just trying out different things and seeing what works. Yeah. And um, I mean, it was about a year ago that I really wanted to get into drinking a gallon of water a day Ooh. because like every like high performing person that I, I know or I would see on social media or podcasts or things like that they would have like a jug mm-hmm. with them you know like adam 22 or logan or something like that yeah I'm like, all right let me try this out that was one of the things that led me into doing 75 hard because that was one of the biggest things was uh man i can't do a gallon a day and bro now like i can knock out a gallon probably before five i could Dang. probably do two gallons a day if needed yeah because sometimes like i have my jug right here dude like i'll forget to drink out of it and then get home probably about like you know six ish at night and i'm looking like oh fuck i got hell water to drink <laughs> still dude but then i'll still just knock it out yeah um and that's helped out so how much how do you feel dude. i feel great bro yeah like like prior do you notice a difference yeah like um i would just feel a lot a lot more out of energy mm. and uh like that feeling that you get when you're dehydrated yeah 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 like if you're not conscious about drinking water you're not really going to be drinking a lot of water maybe you just got to think of all the beverages that you drink during the day if you go to lunch or you go to dinner or what you have at home or what have you like water has to be an entire gallon of all of those things (laughs) that you're drinking and that the normal person won't do that unless you consciously do it yeah and ever since i've done that that's it's definitely helped out a lot Especially like, like carrying a, a a jug like that, you know, like how much left you have to drink. And for stuff. sure, uh, yeah, and just yeah. knowing that that's part of my routine now. Yeah, I'm yeah. leaving the house. I got my cell phone, my wallet, my keys, and my jug, mm. and then I'm good. I'm ready to rock. That's one thing too. Is is uh, like building your habits as well, like slowly implementing good habits into your life as well. Yeah, 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 definitely, dude, and um. Just that self-discipline, yeah. too. That's something. That's like another an, another meme here. Bing! Say like uh, being an entrepreneur. It means it's like you have a house and the rent is due every day. Let's yeah. You know that's is that Andy Priscilla? No, the rent or pay dues paid. He always says paid. that. Yeah, yeah dues yeah. paid. Yeah, shout out to Andy. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, like discipline is is a practice. And it's it's like a muscle. Just another like another meme. Yeah, Jocko Willink. He's like, uh, discipline equals freedom. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, the people watching this, they're probably like, yeah, I know what podcast he listens to. I know <laughs> who he likes and who he follows. But it's cool though, man. Um, but yeah, like discipline. Like even after doing seventy five hard, like still discipline is due every fucking day, man. Mm-hmm. And some days I don't want to do it. Exactly. And some days I don't do it. And then those days that I don't do it, I look at myself and I'm just like upset with myself. Yeah. And 
sometimes when I get to that that point where I'm just like really upset with myself, I'm like switching the fucking gear, dude. Mm. And then you get back into like the other side of shit. You're like super fucking disciplined. Have you have you ever experienced a burnout and stuff? Yeah, like yeah. today. <laughs> today? <laughs> like now. now? Like, yeah, Let's go. bro, for yeah. sure, dude. Like like all the fucking time, yeah. bro. Yeah, because when you're when you're a high functioning person, even when you're not functioning at your full potential, you're still functioning at a faster pace than the normal mm-hmm. person, right? Yeah, yeah. So when I'm feeling that like I'm being lazy or I'm getting burnt out, it still appears that I'm not because like the basic things that I do are more than a normal person would do. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. if I'm talking to like a normal person saying that, yeah, I feel like burnt out or whatever. Like, what do you mean? You're, you're, you're fucking doing it. You're killing. I'm like, no, hell no, dude. Because I know the potential that I can mm. be at, which is hard because now I'm the only one to keep myself accountable. Yep. Because everybody else that I'll talk to, they're like, no, dude, you're you're killing it. You know, you're doing it. You know, just chill out, take a break. Yeah. But can't, bro. Yeah. So I saw a, 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 a clip from a Jim Jones, the rapper mm-hmm. from Dipset. He, um, he said that when you feel like your motivation is dying, focus on your disciplines. Just mm-hmm. focus on your disciplines and that will kick you back into gear Mm. so that's why i try to try to focus on is like when i feel myself slipping away getting burnt out when when i feel like asking myself those questions like why damn what the hell (laughs) this is uh pop the tire this is nitro hell hey (laughs) cheers Cheers, bro (laughs) caffeine man shout out to caffeine what burnout no (laughs) yeah i'm ready to fucking go i'm ready to go let's do it but yeah, dude, I just get burned out. I think sometimes it's because I don't have a specific goal in mind that I'm I'm trying to achieve. Mm. So recently, um, like the skate shop, right? When we decided to to create the skate shop, it was literally about thirty days from the day that we took the hammer to the wall mm-hmm. to when all the decks were on the wall ready to go. Yeah. After that, I get the feeling like, fuck, dude, like now what, bro? Oh, so during that time, you were going, you had, you had a goal in mind Fucking and you wanted going. to finish it. Just going and loving it, dude. Yeah. And then when it's finished, I'm like, fuck. All right, now I got to figure something else out. So then we decided to do the podcast studio. Mm. The shit came through in half the time. Fuck! <laughs> you know? So yeah. I'm always thinking about what, what kind of goal. And I, I think that like, for me is the the short-term goals that are very exciting to me because like it's going to be finished in a, in a relatively short amount of time. Yeah. The overall goal is just to never work again for anybody else. hundred percent. So be like that one dude that won the lottery at a liquor seller. Oh, 27 million. Who is he dude? I don't know. Hey bro. Remember (laughs) me dude. Just give me a little bit. Come on dog. Just a little bit. (laughs) Just, uh, I'm but, your cousins, 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 cousins. Hey, we probably are. We're all from Oxnard, dude. We're probably cousins somehow. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's even speaking of like that, like 
if you're not at the, the the mental position to receive that money, something's gonna happen, dude. Yeah. And that happiness that you think it's gonna bring to you isn't gonna bring that happiness. Mm. Because then you're gonna start to realize like, yo, everybody in my entire life has just switched up on me now. It's gonna yeah. happen. Yeah. No one's gonna look at that person the same. Yeah. Who who's gonna look at them the same? Their parents? Fuck no, dude. Because I've taken care of you your whole life. Now you could buy me my my mansion uh-huh. <laughs> in Spanish Hills. Uh, yeah. Brothers, sisters, friends. Remember when I remember the? You know, it's going to happen. And then it's going to make you so jaded, bro, where you're just going to be like, fuck. Nobody even likes me for me anymore. Mm. They just want me for for my money. I can understand that. Like, I mean, hearing... Uh, like big artists talk about it. I, re- I was reading Logic's book, and um, his like family members would hit him up, and his dad, like, you know, um, he, like, their their relationship is pretty rocky because, um, uh, like, he would hit him up for money and and have those expectations. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't the dad like abusive to the mom or on drugs or something like that? Um. Well, his mom. I think he said reading the book. He said that she was abusive to him and his dad would I remember he like one story he told is um he was in the car when he was like five or six years old and he just parked right there and while well, his dad just went in the crack house and started smoking crack damn yeah that's crazy man maybe uh because you hear all these stories about like these very they're very successful people mm-hmm. and they never have like a good upbringing bro yeah like that shit is more rare than not to have a good upbringing and, and then to be like extremely successful and the people some, uh, not all of them but a lot of people that kind of inherit that money uh don't appreciate what they have you yeah know? for sure so that's why you have to be ready to be in those situations yeah uh, mentally and you get that experience by by building, you know. Um, exactly, dude. And going through the journey because it's not about the it's not about the destination. It's about the journey, you know. Bing. <laughs> <laughs> but if you get to that journey, hey, I got forty seven mil. You didn't. You didn't. Or you got to the destination, but you didn't experience that journey. So now you're gonna experience everything that comes with that journey at one time and that shit's gotta be it's gotta be a crazy feeling mm, yeah you know? that and also uh, if if everything were to be wiped out from you you can start from the bottom and, and build again with all that knowledge that you gained for sure yeah yeah that's how i feel dude yeah like um like you've, I've, you've I, gone through it yeah I, I feel like the the experience that i've had building this business and just this entrepreneur lifestyle and networking and what have you like knock on wood if downstar wasn't around anymore if we did like a crazy podcast and we got canceled like like this, <laughs> like one. this one <laughs> if we got canceled like i'll just start another business yeah. or something you know yeah. it, it's nothing dude like it, it's something but it's 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 like when you know the secret to something all you have to do is just follow the path. There, there's a another one. Let's um, do it. <laughs> it's uh by the Japanese samurai Osho. Uh, if you know the way in one thing, you'll know the way in everything. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, dude. 
that's my homie right there bro yeah. shout out to also yeah but uh yeah man i mean i think uh i don't even know what the fuck we were talking about dude about your uh what you've gone through and and you know like were things to go yeah that and like burning out and stuff like that you know it's just it's just part of the process dude because mm, something you know? some days because i i work i still work um a nine to five mm-hmm. and um you know, I'm doing that, and then it's all. So the reason why I asked that was because I'm trying to, you know, pick your brain. So I'm working a nine to five. I go to the gym. I'm doing the podcast. I'm making music, and it's a lot, dude. And I'm getting to the point where I'm like, I really need to prioritize my energy and like mm. where where I I, you know, where what energy am I giving to this sort of project, and what energy is is being taken away from me yeah for sure you know what what is the what is the project that sticks out to you the most that you want to succeed the most a hundred percent the podcast because like that's where i'm i'm like leaning into in towards the most got you yeah now um you don't have to say your day job but what is it that the type of field that you're in um it's uh i'm a boiler guy so i i uh manage the boilers at at a hospital okay yeah got you got you so what it's cool with that job because uh there's so much uh time where i can work on my stuff like the podcast like i'll Mm. edit the podcast there okay yeah so it's like you know thinking beyond where i'm at you know and 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 hopefully people listening can um you know try not to get stuck like where they're at as well like like i don't like because i work um and i see older people at in the same position that I'm at, I'm like, dude, this this guy got stuck where he's at. Yeah, for sure. That's probably one thing. That if you're working at a job and you see somebody that's older, just pick their brain and just see like how long they've been there or what, and then just know that like that's your that's your your future. Yeah. If you don't do anything about it, exactly. That's where you're gonna be at. Yeah. Um, how often are you doing podcast? Uh, I do it every Monday. Every Monday, I'll do a podcast and um. You know, I don't like that fits with my schedule so far, and it feels good. Um, how many are you dropping? Like, are do you? Do, I'm, like, I'm a back week? to one a week. One a week. Now. Okay, same. Yeah. So, uh, 2021. That's when my daughter was born. I took a step away from podcasting. I probably in the whole year maybe did like 10 to 15, uh-huh. which the prior year I was doing like two a week. Mm. So that's a huge drop off. You know. But um, that was time that I wanted to spend with yeah. with my daughter at those times, so I had to step away. Uh, but now, like, like this podcast that we're recording right now, it's probably not going to come out for maybe a month or so because I already okay. have some in the tuck, oh, which helps out yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Is that maybe for one week you'll like tweak out and do hella pods, and then you'll be ahead. So yeah. So you don't have to worry about shit. I don't have a pod on Monday. It's Wednesday. What am I gonna do? I don't have a guest or what have you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So what what do you feel your opportunities are are in in podcasting? Uh, opportunities, just um, honestly. Like, what do you feel like you're leaving on the table right now? As far as like, uh, what, what where do you want to see the podcast go? And you can't do that at this moment. Um. I think honestly, I am I'm at where I'm at, um, and I I would like to keep continuing what I'm doing, and you know keep do keep that same energy, and hopefully, it can it can uh you know start 
generating some revenue and, and that's not the goal but you know i would love to not work yeah you know yeah no for sure um, yeah you know the the stuff that i was saying about trying not to make the podcast a business there's definitely a way that you can make both happen mm-hmm. and you don't have to change the way that that you communicate or the way that your show is laid out yeah. you just have to figure it out for you know? sure and um the way that i'm doing it is just get as many guests on here as possible not missing a day just being consistent and just having an interesting conversation yeah and then if people like it like it's gonna it's gonna show it's gonna show um no matter how many times you post or how many stories you post or what have you like that doesn't mean that the podcast is good what's gonna mean it's good is that people are actually listening to it yeah and giving you the feedback on it you know what i noticed too is the more uh, people i uh interview it's like i'll i'll get certain crowds or like certain people and like oh this this is like a like a foodie or this mm. is like a like a an artist person that really likes artists yeah so it's like going back to the point where it's it's really unlimited the amount of people that you can reach yeah no for sure dude um, like especially- for you know serving serving them as well you know you know giving them the uh you know g- providing value as yeah. well yeah yeah no for sure is like that's one thing that to realize also you know uh, as as podcasters like i always i always i kind of not not feel weird when i ask somebody to do a podcast but it's like i'm asking them for their time yeah and sometimes i'm like ah oh, shit i don't know if that person will be down for it but more times than not they are yeah everybody likes to talk about themselves yeah. you know and everybody likes to highlight their story it's interesting being on the other side of the podcast as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is like the s- second one I've done being a guest. So like, it's cool for sure. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, dude. So, um, where do you want the podcast to be in like, like next year? Like what are some of the goals that you're working on? Like kind of, kind of like you is be consistent, not miss a day and uh you know just try and not worry about the numbers but worry about you know the the guest like what what is the guest who is the guest and and how interesting is the guest to to me you know and um as long you know i don't even care about the money to be honest if it comes it comes but you know it's it's really about you know the guests and, and interviewing as well. So when you're looking for guests, is it usually locals? Yeah, it's locals. I actually had a guest. Um, his name's uh, Nicholas uh, Warren uh, Sturry, and uh, he wrote a he wrote a book. Oh, from, wow. he's from Tennessee, dude. Oh wow! Yeah, no way. So like, he ended up booking a trip out here, to, um, and uh, we have a mutual friend, Rich, and uh, we ended, we ended up planning the podcast and then a day to hang out as well and we had never met like all of us well i knew rich but you know us three together and that was really cool man what Getting was the to, book about uh it's called uh, morals and reflections and uh it was about just like society like questioning you know your morals and just reflecting on you know what you believe what mm, yeah got you do you try to reach out to guests that are maybe like located in like la or what have you i i have not yet but um you know soon what what's the thing behind that 
What's that? Because I see like a lot of your guests are are local. Yeah. Like, do you feel not comfortable reaching out? Um. Yeah. I now I feel like um. The reason why I haven't hit up uh, people outside is I I really want to like you said get to the point where I can feel comfortable having a conversation and not worrying about you know like bringing up another topic like it feeling uh, raw and natural mm. and now I kind of feel like I'm at that point so um, it's a matter of just uh, expanding and and um, when you know. when you have a guest on um, do you do a lot of research on them and like oh, that's the pre-production thing. um honestly i'll try and do as as minimal if you can say like i'll like research them a bit just so i know like to bring up a few topics but um i want to get that feeling of it's kind of me kind of meeting them for the first time yeah because you know it's if you're if you're watching it they'll kind of view that as well like oh i'm really getting to know this person yeah as well so um that's the kind of research i'll do i'll, I'll like if they you know if they wrote a book i'll read through the book um if they've made music i'll listen to their music um yeah i'll do i'll do some research on them mm, got yeah. you what about you um it depends yeah it depends sometimes sometimes I'll look at their Instagram an hour before they come mm. and I'll skim through it real quick. See some videos, click some links. That's usually it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if it's somebody that like, cause we had a uh, your skater, you know, uh, shake junk. Yep. And beagle. Mm-hmm. So, um, Shane Heil, he's the owner of shake junk and beagle. He's the, uh, the, the videographer for Baker. And uh, they just came out with escape videos called Shrimp Blunt. Mm. Super sick. And uh, I had both of them on the pod and uh, we're kind of like dissecting the video. So my idea behind that was I know that Beagle was a creative. And after I started watching the video, I started understanding what his vision was for the video. As far mm. as to like the, the soundtrack, um, the specific songs for specific sections. Mm. Uh, why certain skaters were in certain sections so that took me like kind of having to dissect the the skate video more yeah um but then before that i had both of them i had shane on the podcast before and i had beagle on the podcast before and i just would go through like their instagram the night before go through their youtube uh, watch some videos and just kind of like like gauge who they are as a person Mm. Um, kind of like you. So before I had you on, I was just listening to some of your your podcasts that you did. Okay. Just kind of seeing like the way that you navigate the conversations, uh-huh. and uh, but that's basically it. Yeah, because I I just don't want to go in there like knowing the person already. Yeah, exactly. I want to go in there and and get to know them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get to the how they think, and um, sometimes it's it's a little hard. Like sometimes the the guests kind of mm. have like a wall built up. Yeah got to break it down a little bit but mm, mm. but with that is like this just this you have the skill bro you have it you already know you have it you're just you're just working on it yeah but you got to be confident in the skills that you do have sure because just the the just the the mere fact that you're sitting down with somebody yeah. and having them on for a conversation like people don't do that shit no 
Only podcasters do that, yeah. you know? Like, who's going to do it? Hey, what's up, bro? Sit down. Let's talk for two hours. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Who are you, you know? Yeah. But that's how I feel, dude. Like, I'm I'm a professional in this field. Yeah. You may be a professional in whatever field you are, but, like, if you don't run a podcast, you're not a professional in this field, uh-huh. you know? So I kind of, like, build my confidence that way hmm. another way to look at it right is yeah, like yeah. really into cars a lot super into cars if i talk to somebody who's not into cars what is what does my whole career matter to them besides being an entrepreneur and looking at it from like a business standpoint mm-hmm. but my focus of the automotive com- community yeah what does that matter to anybody if i don't if i don't golf and you're a pro golfer oh yeah yeah it's not like downplaying what you do it's just like sorry bro i don't understand Mm. if we were on the golf course take me to school bro yeah but we're in the podcast studio (laughs) this is what i do yeah so no matter who the person is you're coming in to my field that i've been focusing on for years that Mm. i've spent you know, days and day. If you add up all the time, 240 podcasts, most podcasts are an hour, an hour and a half long. Do the fucking math. Yeah. How many different strangers are in there? How many people that I've never even talked to until that first time that I'm, hey, what's yeah. up, man? Nice to meet you. Are you ready? Yeah. Like that shit. That's a hard that's a hard skill. I was watching the hone. Jeffy one too. And, and was it the first time you I, met? I, right? didn't, fucking, yeah. I didn't even know him before, yeah. but I just seen him, you know, Jeffy. Oh, I seen him hustling. I was like, damn, I want to have this dude on fucking rad, bro. Mm-hmm. Good dude. He's killing it right now, too, yeah, man. Shout out to him. But it's like, you know, people like that. Yeah. And you have to put yourself in those uncomfortable situations. Oh, it sure. has to be uncomfortable from the time you send that DM to the time that you schedule it to that morning where you're like, fuck, the pod's coming in to when they come in. Like all of that shit is uncomfortable. Yeah. And all of that stuff is going to deter somebody. Yeah, but no, you're what you're in your sixties, right? The episode sixty four, sixty four, sixty four people yeah. that you've sat down with and had a conversation with. That's skill, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you have confidence in that skill, and you just know that, like, no matter what, bro, we're gonna have a good conversation for sure. That's it, because I'm bringing my part into this. Yeah, I'm having you on. I'm talking to you, and I'm trying to get to know you. Now, yeah, if yeah. you don't want to to display yourself if you're not answering questions with with in in in-depth questions or what have you hey that's on you bro because this is going up and now people that are fans or supporters of you are gonna see this and like damn bro that that pod was kind of lame dude like yeah yeah. that dude's not really talking about shit Mm. as long as you bring the heat as the get or as the host like you're gucci dude yeah for sure bro for sure and it is it is that whole that whole process as well like like you said getting to know or from the moment you send the dm to like hey are we still on for tomorrow mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know like I'm, I'm on my way it is a whole process and and i do love that process it's it's even like you said enjoying the journey as well like i'm really trying to sit back and just be in the present moment be like wow this is actually unfolding this yeah. is really happening for sure because you know? it is dude yeah in the episodes in your 60s you're not ever going to look back at these when you're in your 200s 300s yeah so that feeling that you have right now that feeling is going to be 
it's going to go away because mm. you're only going to remember like the most monumental moments of of your career. Yeah. So it's best just to soak this shit in right now. Like we're tapped in right now. Yeah. Nothing else is going on. Yep. You know, Biden could be doing some crazy <laughs> shit right now. <laughs> and we he probably even know is. About. Yeah. <laughs> He's wild, bro. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude. You know, um, best advice I can give you, bro, is just to stay consistent and expand your network. Sure. You know, sure, expand sure. your network. Shoot those DMs, bro. You'll you never know. Yeah. Because you have to think about it. I know I know that you're in a music. I want to get into that. Yeah, um, yeah. If you're a music artist, your whole thing is to get into as many in front of as many faces as possible. Yeah. So they see your what you have to offer. Yeah. So if if you're in that situation where you're on fucking grind mode, no matter if this pod gets a thousand listens to that's a thousand people that I didn't have before. For sure. I need, I need to be, I need to be doing three podcasts a day. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so yeah. if people are in that train of thought, maybe you'll get picked up one of these days. For sure. Maybe you'll get that first interview, that first X interview or yep. first little pump interview or whatever, you know, like yeah, yeah. that, even though, uh, like I, I don't really vibe with the way that Adam 22 is going now. Like, I respect him as a content creator and mm. like those those trophies that he does have, dude, because oh, for sure. he's he's recognized how valuable those things are to like have these early podcasts with people. That X interview was fucking I remember watching when it came out and like that was a legendary legendary podcast. Uh RPX. Yeah. I don't know if, have you seen the documentary? I haven't, dude. No. Have you? I watched it and it it's like not to spoil it, but um just the story um there's a side that about his ex that wasn't really talked about and it's 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 mind-blowing to 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 hear oh really yeah Mm. you know which one was a good one was the uh the little peep uh documentary damn i i haven't seen that one i think that's on netflix as well oh okay it's like every everybody's everything or something like that you you've seen Um, it yeah really good man i feel bad for him and and one of the reasons is like what we were talking about earlier about you know you getting lit and you not being ready for it and you know your friends wanting things from you and just like then living that lifestyle and yeah there's times where he said that he would be in in their their place they lived in a skid row they had a hotel or like a apartment uh-huh and uh he it was his apartment and he's like just sleeping in like the corner because just everybody's there partying, doing drugs mm. and shit. And he's just like, fuck, dude. You know, so it was a really sad path that, that he went down. I love Little Peep, dude, but I can't listen to his music anymore, dude. Like, it's really sad, bro. Mm. It's really sad. And, and if you believe, like, energy, like I do, yeah. like, he's, he's putting out some very sad, negative, and, like, you know, energy that I can't consume. Yeah. There was a time that I was listening to Peep all the time, bro, and I was, just, and then I kind of felt sad sometimes, bro. I'm like, yeah. God damn, this is kind of weird, bro. Dude, and and, and uh, the, Mac Miller as well. Um, he told a story of when he was in his uh, mansion and uh, he was in the studio by himself, and it was actually his birthday, and uh, people were uh, partying upstairs without him. Like they didn't even know what they were celebrating. Yeah, but it was his birthday, and and they were at his house you know celebrating 
what was supposed to be his birthday, but he was there by himself, That's like sad, in the studio. Dude. Yeah. Um, but before we got in here, I was uh, listening to some of your music. I told you on when I was on your podcast about yeah. that Joe Rogan skit. <laughs> yeah, that, you yeah. did. that was so dope, dude. I, I remember uh, like when I came in here first as well. Uh, you had mentioned that, and I was like, "Oh, dude, like someone, you know, you actually listened to it." Like, yeah. And you bring up the skit, I was like, "Wow!" Like, and and we also got into the shake joint, the shrimp, uh, the shrimp blunt, yeah, blunt topic as well and like you know you got into the actual art and like what was he thinking behind that as well so i that was uh, dope to hear that you noticed that yeah dude yeah. it was just dope to, <clears throat> to see you put that together dude yeah. that's one of the things that like that like attracted me to you bro is just like damn that was super creative for you to do that uh so so tell me like uh tell me about your music dude what it what like genre would you put it in what do you what are your goals uh, it's, it's, I make hip hop and um, I started when I was 15 uh, actually making beats on FL Studio um, it was mostly actually uh, electronic music like mm-hmm. listening you know that's when Skrillex was a, was fucking huge hell yeah like electronic music was huge it still is but you know I feel like it was that time that point in time when electronic music kind of blew it up it was like 2010 yeah early 2010 around there yeah I remember yeah. that so um that's when I started producing music and then it wasn't until 2019 was that's when I made uh, me and my homie blue made uh, spiritual warfare and with my music um, it's more of a message that I would like to uh, you know come display you know so the title spiritual warfare I do believe that we're you know there's a spiritual spiritual warfare going on against our, our minds and soul and bodies and souls yeah and um, that's one thing you know, I would like hopefully the listener to, you know, to hear when they listen to the music. So who are some of your influences <clears throat> with your music? Uh, Pink Floyd. Uh, my dad grew up, he was a surfer. So he grew up uh, surfing out in Ventura and uh, he would listen to like Sublime and, you know, Bob Marley, all that mm. like ska and stuff. Got you. And, um, and I would listen to that in the car, you know, Metallica, um, fucking system of a down yeah um that was a lot a lot of my time growing up and then my sister put me on to like nelly and like like the game and and hip-hop as well so um like you know my influence is now uh, pink floyd x uh kid cuddy kanye yeah what's your favorite album my favorite album of all time. Oh, yeah. dude, I forgot Logic. How could I forget Logic? Logic's a huge uh, inspiration as well. Dude, that album, uh, the one where he's in space. Yeah, that uh, album's hard, yeah, bro. Incredible true story. Yeah, that's such a good album, dude. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, favorite album. Yeah, it would probably be uh, Incredible True Story. Really? Yeah. Oh shit. Bobby Tarantino. Um, yeah. That's dope, man. What is your vision for uh, for your music career? Is it more a hobby right now, or? Well, okay, so it's kind of like how you know how Joe Rogan is a uh, he's a comedian. I think he's a comedian first, and then a podcaster, right? I think. Or yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, um, hopefully, I see. I envision myself, uh, you know, just gaining um, a, a wider audience and. Uh, hopefully like these fans could come out to the show and just have a good time as well so like you know the more followers um and people listen it's like 
I can throw a show and people will be there. So God you damn, would want to do dope. like like a live like performance? Yeah, dude, oh, I love shit. that, dude. I like you said, being on stage. I've only been on stage like a few times, but like that's the goal. I love the the transfer of energy when you're on stage, dude. You can really affect someone. Like you can you can feel them, like the you can you can literally affect someone mm-hmm. with your energy. Yeah. What about like a live? For the podcast would you do something like dude, that that would be dope yeah that would be dope that was one of my visions for here dude yeah like uh that empty space right there i was thinking of getting those like those like the top the tall like bar tables yeah and then put bar stools or whatever and have space for like 10 people here or whatever yeah, yeah. um you know move the cameras so they're just not in the way and then we could just do like a little live podcast Damn. up here have you ever had uh, people like behind the camera like just no, stuff? no no because um i've uh we only started podcasting maybe about a month ago okay if that's so re- re-podcasting so after we got the new studio and stuff yeah, yeah. um but yeah my my wife and i we do a podcast it's oh, that's called right. the frank and ashley show yeah, yeah. and uh, we took a break for a minute too but we we actually just came back we released an episode today um but i think that that would probably be more of the the live podcast because there's people that that we know like personally that are always listening to the podcast so it'd be cool to like invite them (laughs) i think that'll be just fun dude yeah yeah i just love creating content dude it's so fun it is it is and uh you know the album that i'm working on right now is is inspired by logic because um I i would remember he he put skits into his albums and i love uh like that whole it's like kind of like watching a movie, you know, in a sense, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then that's why I like that album too, is because uh, it, it the skits like really made it, dude. Yeah, I loved it. So you can you can you can see, uh, hear the influence. Yeah, yeah. So music, podcasting. Are you still skating? I'm 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 picking up the skateboard, dude. I'm uh uh learning. I actually learned how to tray flip. Fucking shut a up. Few, a few uh weeks ago. Oh my god. Yeah. Dude. yeah. I still haven't landed one, bro. Oh, dude. And I've tried maybe a few different sessions and beat the shit out of myself. Oh, shit. And I just see people just like doing like nothing and catch them so perfect. I'm like, how? Shout out to freaking David Moe. He taught me like, I was like, yo, can you teach me how to trade flip? I'm I'm determined to freaking learn. And uh, he taught me that same day and I landed it, dude. No shit. Oh, dude. (laughs) Fuck yeah, bro. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Are you going to start going to the skate park and stuff? Yeah, soon, soon. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, dude. If you ever go to Cam Skate Park, bro. Hit I know, me dude. Up, I seen dude. you there. I want to I want to We'll link up, in, yeah. dude. You can check out my son, dude. He's a fucking ripper, bro. Jeez. Christian's so good, man. But hell yeah, bro. You're busy, dude. I love it, man. I love yeah. that you're hustling, bro, cuz a lot of a lot of young people your age just they just waste their time, man. Mm. And uh they don't figure it out until it's too late you know one thing uh i work at the hospital um sometimes they go into patient rooms and there'll be older people there and just the thought of like did that guy live out his dreams or you know his did he really want do what he wanted to do or did he do what he was told to do for sure and like that's a like a scary thought for me and um i hope not to to be that for sure yeah well, Brandon, dude, I wish you the best. I wish you if the you best. If you ever need well. anything from me, man, you let me know, dude. I'm uh, I'm excited for you, dude, for your future, and to see the podcast succeed. 
Likewise. And uh, I know I'm going to start to see some big guests on there, bro. Yes, sir. You, you got in you, bro. You just got to fucking, you just got to put yourself in that situation and yes, make sir. it happen. Yes, sir. So everybody listening right now, where can they uh, follow you and follow your uh, progression at? Follow me on YouTube, uh, Brandon Dale. That's B-R-A-N-D-E-N-D-A-L-E on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, and on Instagram, B-D-A-L-Q-T-B-D-A-L-Q-T. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right, brother. We'll have it listed below. And uh, thank you for your time, man. Thank you, dude. I really appreciate you. Hell yeah. Great combo, bro. And uh, thank you guys for listening, man. Once again, this is Downtime with Downstar, and we out. Peace. Shoo!